Welcome to the Rise Up Fitness Podcast, broadcast from sunny Santa Barbara, California. We're here to go back to the facts, educate you in health and fitness, and help you rise up to your full potential. Welcome back to the Rise Up SD Podcast, day 170. No, I'm just kidding. Day um, 4,322. No. I don't even know what day it is. Doesn't matter. It's Tuesday. No, it's not. Oh, it is. It's Tuesday. Oh, it is. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Oh, man. Okay, Tuesday. So today, what we want to do is we want to touch base with you guys and talk a little bit about nutrition. Okay, We so, thought we would have a freewheeling discussion about food in the time of COVID-19. Yes, a freewheeling discussion about food. Um, and so it's one of those things where we've had some members and uh, reach out to us and be like, it is so challenging right now to get on track with my diet and my focus and that. And these are people who, you know, they understand the principles of eating clean. They've done it before. They've seen success. They know the benefits of it. This isn't a brand new thing to a lot of these people, but they're just struggling right now. And I kind of understand. I absolutely um, understand. Yeah. And so we just kind of want to discuss maybe kind of today what it is, what are some strategies, what could we do, um, and how can we make the most of it? Yeah. And how do we make some of this stuff like the clean eating and the doing well and putting good things in, how do we make that kind of fun and exciting again in this time? Because yeah. I think that right now for some of us, it just feels like this extra burden. You're like, all this stuff is happening. I'm having to work from home or not or whatever. My kids are home and I'm trying to still exercise even though I don't have my classes. And on top of all of that, I'm trying to not eat the whole world, but right. that's really challenging right now. Okay. So let's, uh, so let's, let's, let's pitch some fun. problems and pitch some solutions here. How about that? All right. Okay. Um, okay. I have I'll, a problem. Okay. What's the number one problem? Number one. I'm at home and the pantry is now 10 steps away <laughs> instead of an entire car ride away. How yes. do I stop myself from snacking mindlessly on things that I don't actually enjoy? Yeah. So that's a great one. Okay. It's a lot more tempting when you go to work and you have a plan and you take your lunch with you or, you know, whatever else it is, that's much different. Well, some of these companies nowadays are stocked to the brim even True. better than your house. But for the vast majority of us, I would say, if you don't work it out, Folio or Procore or something like that. Google. I know, Google. Um, I would say that, you know, this is kind of a new problem where you can kind of get up and get a snack. Yeah, because normally when you go to work, it's out of sight, out of mind. You have yeah. what you have. And, right. you know, when you're at home, I'm to I'm absolutely, this is happening to me where I'm sitting at the kitchen table and I'm doing something else. Either I'm reading or I'm doing work or whatever. And I just find myself wandering over to the refrigerator and having a look in right. just to see if anything has changed from five minutes before. Okay. It hasn't. It hasn't. So solutions. Uh, a little bit of thought and a little bit of planning, a little bit of preparation. Okay. So it's easy to get up. Most of us would either work out or do whatever, have breakfast, go to work and they'd be okay. Maybe take a mid morning snack, but you'd be okay till lunch. Right now, a lot of us working from home, it's like, well, I don't need to eat at seven 30 every morning. Right. right? So, so I've now you're kind of, my tea. yeah, but then you might be snacking this and that, and then, you know, kind of going through routine and then you sit in front of your, all of a sudden it's 10, 11 o'clock and you're like, starving and you're like, well, it's not quite time for lunch yet, but I haven't really, it's kind of late for breakfast. So now you're in this middle snacking position. So the dreaded middle, middle snacking, snacking position. position. So <laughs> solution number one to the food being there, always like do what you do, what your plan is. If you eat breakfast every day, make a good breakfast, eat the same things you were eating, right? Make it so that you're not hungry. You're not kind of wandering around for the cabinets, especially in that like, you know, late morning type thing about going around. Is that what you I mean, yeah, I, I would say that do, trying to keep with what you would normally do yeah. will help your body to feel 
as it normally would. Right. So it's, I mean, also not a bad time to reexamine if you, you know, feel like you don't actually feel good in your routine. This is a good time to take notice of that. Right. But I would say, yeah, I mean, make a good breakfast and that. Make a plan. What am I having for breakfast today? What am I having for lunch today? What am I for dinner? It doesn't mean you have to have breakfast every day. If you don't eat breakfast, right? A lot of people don't. Don't eat breakfast every day. I'm much more of a coffee until my stomach talks to me, which usually is about right, like an hour or two or three after I wake up. I'm not. I don't typically wake up hungry. Other people wake up and you know ravenous first thing, and so the first thing they need to do is eat something. Everybody's different. So, and then the solution number two I'd have to this one is. So you're going to plan, but there's also going to be also that snacking thing. Have healthy options in the house, okay? The world's not out of fresh food. So like very simple. Do you have veggies and hummus that you can grab, right? Because a lot of times like I'm want, I just want something to snack on, right? And if the you veggies are a and snack hummus, monster, it's true. Well, I'm a, no, I'm a food monster. I, mean, I don't snack that much actually, but when I do eat, I eat a lot. Fine, you're a food monster. Okay. So, but suggestion number two, tip number two would be is, to have healthy snacks that are available that you know when you're going to snack that you eat those, right? Or even healthier. Healthier, okay. So I, I These would, are tough times. Healthier. I, healthier. I would down you know, veggies and hummus, and that sounds good to me. But if those aren't in the fridge and they're not prepared and waiting and easily accessible, it's easy to grab pretzels or chips or whatever else is in there, you know, that type of thing. And I think that if you're going to have um, something slightly less healthy – just be aware of how much of it you're having. Don't get like, there's no need to get hyper constrained about no. it. But if you're going to have like, oh, like I, you know, I really want potato chips right now. It's a, I'm craving them. I'm going to have a few. That's fine. Have a few, but right. don't take the whole Costco bag. I'm guilty of this. Do not take the whole Costco bag over to the couch with you and just sit there with one hand. <laughs> well, in now it. it's the problem. It's not even the couch. It's the at-home workstation, which you're at for like five hours, whether you want to be or not. <laughs> and the reason I say that is not because potato chips are inherently horrible. I mean, they're not great for you. But not because that's like a terrible thing to do to yourself. If you want to eat potato chips, eat potato chips. But don't have it be mindless. And then by the time that you're you finally stop, you're like, wow, I didn't even enjoy that. That wasn't even good. Right. Like that's what we want to really avoid is having these things and ha- like intaking so much food that you're not enjoying and that's not good for you. Because yeah. that's just a bummer all around. It's not even like you had like a really good dessert or something and it was totally worth it. It's just like, oh, well, I walked over to the pantry without even thinking about it. Okay. You know? So I think Ready for problem number two? Well, I have a solution to add to problem number one. Another solution. There's three solutions. I have a tertiary solution. Okay. Which is to separate the things that you typically eat and that you want to be eating from that which your family members might be eating. Yeah. Because I think that the other things that happen, the other thing that happens when we're at home versus at work is that it's not just your food or your stuff you bring. It's everybody's. So it's the kids' snacks. It's your roommate's snacks. It's your partner's snacks. Whatever. Get your own shelf. Get your own shelf. Get your own shelf. I like that. Yeah. that Because that, you know, makes it a lot harder just to be like, oh, well, I'm going to grab the kids' gummy snacks or whatever. Yeah. Well, that was my problem number two. Okay. So we I did problem number Problem number two my kids are around all the time and I find myself eating, you know, cheddar rockets and, you Which know, kids food, string cheese and extra oh, yogurts and popsicles and mm. all those fun things, especially when the kids leave them out or don't want them or uh, my vice it. are those tiny crispy chocolate chip cookies from Trader Joe's. Oh, <laughs> it's dangerous. Very dangerous. Well, I just know I I hate wasting food. Like that's no, one of my big pet peeves. No, you do? Yes. So when my daughter doesn't finish everything on her plate, I never make her finish food. If she 
but she's going to eat a healthy meal. And if she doesn't, then, you know, the kind of the rule is, is you don't get any snacks later if you're hungry because you didn't eat a good dinner, but I don't force her to finish. I don't think that's right. a good philosophy. We've talked right. about that before. Right. But it's not like, no. but I will leave her plate. But it's not like she can be like, okay, I'm done with my dinner and having taken one bite no. and then be like, can I have and a that, snack? An hour later, can I have some cookies? Can I have, right. it's like, right, absolutely right, right. not. So I put her plate aside. But by the end of the night, when I realize she's not going to eat any more dinner, it's like I have the hardest time throwing away and she eats healthy, but I don't need that, you know, extra you know, fruit on her plate and then the extra turkey that she has and she and like whatever those things are like, I don't need a, it's another just the handful extra. of nuts. It's, it's whole, extra. It's just that it's when that happens after every meal throughout the day, yeah. that adds up. And so it's not something you necessarily factor into what you're planning to eat. Right. So my solution is. Use the kids' lunch boxes and make their food in there. It's easy to do it at home. But if you do that or use Tupperware, but here's your lunch, kids, or here's your snack. Okay, you're not going to do it. Let's put it back in the lunch box. And, you know, a lot of the kids these days, almost all of them have those, you know, divided little trays for their lunch boxes. Those are very cool. Those are very cool. I just want to – well, yeah, I mean that's the, – They're good we for We used to have those tomorrow. when I was a little kid because I would lived in – Pan, and so they're called bento boxes. And that was yeah. way before they were cool here. Yes, it was way. I just want to point out that it was way cooler um, in Japan. So, little OG yep. shout out there. Um, but yeah, I like that a lot. Have them. It's it's or just throw them in a Tupperware. Right. It's not just you don't need to eat the kids' stuff. Save it. Put it in. A, put it in a bag. Whatever it is, you know, like just save it or you know that type of thing. Yeah. Remember that it's their food, and and maybe that's also even. I don't know. I do. I'm, I don't have any kids, so this is just me spitballing, but you could take it as an opportunity with your kids to kind of learn, like, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. Yeah, what are the good foods to eat and how you save food, how you come back to it, why it's valuable. You know, it's not just that it's a throwaway thing. It is, and I guess you don't know when, I mean, hopefully you're feeding your kids good foods and this might be a good time to start trying to get your kids healthier foods because you're in contact with them, but I don't. I don't know exactly. It's, it's going to vary at every school and everything. But I don't know that the teachers necessarily always have the best conversations with them about it. And we never talk about, you know, how much we're eating or that cookies are bad or that sugar is not good. The conversation that we have is, is that we didn't put enough. We need to first and foremost, always put healthy foods into our body and then we can eat the other things. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I focus on with my daughter is, is like, right. It's the good stuff. I that's want going some cookies. In. No, we didn't put enough healthy foods in our body. Right. You need energy. Do you want to be big and strong? This is what I always say. Do you want to be big and strong like mom and dad? And the answer is always, yes, I do. And it's like, well, then you need a healthy fat. Okay. Avocado, finish your avocado. You need some protein. Okay. I need you to eat those nuts. I need you to eat that turkey. You got to put healthy food in your body first. That's what fuels you. Right. So, so I think, yeah, having the conversation definitely where it's, it's positive. I think that the conversation around food for everybody should be positive. Right. It's, it's food is a nutrition source. It's a nourishing source and it can be a source of comfort and fun and creativity and yep. joy. Um, and I think that the more that you can nurture that and nurture that good stuff, um, hopefully you won't have to, or your kids won't have to deal with, unfortunately, a lot of the negative um feelings and and frustrations and guilt and stuff that can accompany food. So yeah, taking this time to actually be able to have good conversations about why, you know, why this broccoli is good for you because it's going to fuel you and make you big and strong and, and less about, Oh, well the cookies are going to make you fat, which I know I I, I I highly doubt anybody is saying that to their children. It's no, but they pick up on what what we say too. And we have to remember that. True, true, true. So, and I I always, you know, say it's, do you want to be faster? Do you want to be stronger? Do you want to grow taller? Do you want to be be smarter? It's brain food too. Exactly. 
Yeah. So, so well, okay. So that's sorry, we lost our way. No, that slightly, was those but. are good. I mean, those are. I mean, the solution was is is we don't need to snack and eat the kids' leftover foods. We can right have their food away, be their food. Have them and use the shelf. This is the kids' food shelf. This is my shelf. I'm not going to eat the kid foods. You know, select it out a little bit. And yeah, don't be shellfish. That. Okay. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, you got you got a problem number three for me, Addie? Um, let's see. What's my problem number three? I think my problem number three, um, is not so much through the day. So we talked about what happens through the day. Um, what happens when we get towards dinner time, and also, um, what my parents always refer to as beverage time. So yeah, I think that's a really good. I think that's a good number three right there. So I think that potentially the dinner time routines have been a little bit more off. You know, hopefully, I mean, I would, I especially now that the food's kind of calmed down and people are getting what they need and everything else, I think we're right. a little it's bit a, better spot. Yeah. But I feel hopefully like. Hopefully you feel like right. things are coming more normally in but terms under- of the shopping and that kind of stuff. I understand two things we're going on right now. One is, is that especially if you have your kids around and some of you don't, but if you have your kids or you're working in your home all day. It, it might not, and you're at your house all day, the last thing you might want to do at the end of the day is then go into the kitchen and stay in the kitchen. And cook dinner. And, and cook a huge yep. meal and do that. So that's a thing. So I, I would say let's shoot for doing that some of the time. You don't mm-hmm. necessarily have to do it all the time. And I think that another thing is, is that we are trying to support local businesses, and I, and I think it's really good to try to get takeout. And there are good takeouts you can get there. But that's an option as well. And we always know that I'm never going to eat as good when I get takeout as that if I'm cooking myself. Right. And it is, I mean, also as much as I know a lot of us would love to support local business every night, it's not realistic to do that every night. So I think that um, having some strategies for dinners at home um, that you are making yourself or that you're planning ahead might be really useful. And I think for this, going back to that idea of planning and preparation yep. and having a little bit of a plan when you shop, because that's, you know, as much fun as it is like every night to be like, I have this, that, and that, and it's an episode of chopped. And what the heck am I going to make? Like that takes a lot of energy to be like going from the start every single day. So yeah. having a few minutes, maybe you plan with your, well, depending on what situation you're in, maybe you just plan for yourself. Maybe you've got a roommate, maybe you have a spouse, maybe you have kids. Plan with everybody for a little bit of time before you go shopping. What do you guys want to have this week? You know, do you want to do stir fry this week? Do you want to do, you know, homemade pizza this week? Do you want to do, um, you know, like a noodle, zoodle, um, marinara combination this week? Right. And have those things in mind so that when it gets time, like it's Thursday night, you already you shopped got everything on there. Sunday you know for what it's going to do. Hopefully marinara. it's something you made before. Right. Or regular marinara. I mean, we don't... Yeah. And so I, and noodles I'm, are great, but if you have regular noodles right now, you know what? Live your life. And I, yeah, so I think that's a great solution is to have a plan. And I'd and also like to yeah, just. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like a tight no, no, plan, no. but at least. And I'd just like to add frame. that, you know, one of these things is that, you know, let's not get too caught up in this. I mean, if, if you might need to be super stringent if you're really trying to make gains and make progress and lose weight or really focus on your nutrition right now. A lot of us just kind of ma- want to maintain where we're at. Yeah. And I think that it's okay to say, hey, look, if I am really focused during the day, ate a good breakfast, I have a good lunch, I'm eating healthy foods, I'm not over snacking during the day. And hey, at dinner, it's going to be a little bit off. We're going to get takeout or whatever else it is. As long as you know we're being reasonable most of the time, I think that's okay too. So I think it's okay to take a little bit of pressure on ourselves. And that's why with our program that we're running right now, we're saying – you don't have to, you know, the maximum that we're giving you is eat clean four days a week out of seven. You know, that really yeah. takes a little bit the, of the stress off. The point, And the point of this, of these strategies is not at all to make you feel bad if you are not 
doing great with food right now. It's to give you some strategies to get you back on a track that's going to take the stress off. Right. So that you feel reasonable and good and you're not going to bed every night going, oh man, now I'm, you know, I ate badly again today and I'm frustrated with myself. The point is to be like, okay, what are some really simple things you can do that can take that stress off so that everything else feels a little bit better? Right. Totally. And I think the plan helps in that. Okay. So, so last one, problem number four, or do you have anything else to add to problem number three? No, I don't think I have anything to add to three. Okay. Last one, problem number four here. Um, my kids have been around or I, my significant other has not left me in two weeks and I seem to be drinking more than a usual. Lot more than usual. <laughs> Help me out. What do I do? Well, the first thing you need to assess is if that's a problem for you. <laughs> and if it is, then Kyle can continue. Um, in all seriousness, though, I think all of us, um, not all of us, but I know I speak for myself. I yeah, have, I think just speak for yourself I here. I speak myself there. I, and I know some of my friends and close people I've talked to are potentially drinking more than they're used to because there's no more weekend. There's just yesterday, today, and tomorrow. There's no weekend. There's no Friday. There's no whatever. And I get that there's that extra added stress. And when you feel like you make it through the day, you know, a glass of wine or a beer just tastes that much better at the end of the day. Breakfast wine. Lunch wine. We should market (laughs) breakfast wine. I bet you would be a huge – it could be the worst possible tasting wine. I bet people would buy it. Breakfast wine. Breakfast wine. Well, people just want permission. Anyway, back to the point. So back to the point. Um, you know, uh, if you have a serious problem with alcohol, then that's a whole different story. Um, you know, obviously right. there's and help out there. something that we right. probably can't touch right. on this podcast. But no, that's we're they, not we're, in a position to do that. We're talking to, to those that. of you who are maybe just – Talking about alcohol not from an addiction in standpoint. in a little bit more Let's than just normal. say not from an addiction standpoint or a problem standpoint but from a – nutritional standpoint. Right. I'm worried about my health and my nutrition because I'm drinking a little bit more alcohol than I'm used to doing. Right. Is, is my extra glass of wine at night going to totally ruin everything I've worked for? Right. So the good news on this for you is, is that the solution is to be perfectly honest with you, as long as it's not an extreme excess, it's really not that bad for you at the moment. Right. There are certain things. I mean, if you're at home making like pina coladas every night, that's a different story. Yeah. Props to you, first of all, for making pina coladas. But that is more like a dessert than it is a beverage. Yeah. So the strategies if are if you're drinking wine or well, wine is better than beer, but like there are certain things that if you're drinking those things, they alone are not there are calories and sugar associated with right. them, but not as many as would be associated with some other beverages. Um, it also the other thing that it does is makes us want to eat more, usually. Yeah. So I mean that's that, like the number one thing. You should have a couple glasses of wine and you're like, mm, those potato chips look real good. Right. And I would say that if you're staying away from the sugary drinks, like, you know, I, I'm not saying you can't have a margarita once a week or whatever else it is, but staying away from the a lot of the added sugar in drinks and you're kind of sticking to, you know, the beer, the wines, or you know, the mixed drinks that aren't super sugary, I think that you're gonna be fine. It's not gonna hugely negatively impact your diet's not going to make you gain a bunch of weight. What people right. realize is they think that from a nutrition standpoint, they think that drinking the extra alcohol is what's putting on the extra pounds. And while those are calories that you are drinking, a lot of times, and I'm where I am very much guilty of this, but it's way easier to eat a lot more and to eat that not so good food and those snack foods when you've had two or three glasses of wine, right? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, that just is, and it's easy to eat more. Or even one. You're just like, hmm, well, I could make garlic bread. I should do that. Right. Like that's probably not something you would do if you if you weren't having the extra glass or two of wine. So 
that the takeaway is really not to worry too much to about worry it. too much about it. And if you are eating healthy, enjoy the glass of wine. Yeah, it's you know this is a really weird, confusing, unprecedented time. I don't know you know how many times we've said that, but it's true. And I think we're all um, looking to get through it in the best way that we can. And I think that taking care of your body is really, really important. Taking care of your body and taking care of your mind. So when we talk about nutrition, what we really want to do is tell you that we are here to give you the tools and the support that you need to feel well and to keep taking care of yourself. That is the whole idea. It is not to pressure you into anything. It is not to tell you you're doing anything wrong. It is to say, we're here. We're dealing with it too. Yep. We want you to feel good. How can we help facilitate that? Yep. And so hopefully this helped you a little bit facilitate some of those things. If you have questions, obviously reach out to us. And Yeah, maybe there's some of those strategies will help you out. We really hope that they do. Um, maybe just one of them will apply to you. Maybe they all will. Maybe none of them will. Um, but in any case, thank yeah. you for listening. Yeah, thank you. And uh, we will be back tomorrow with a super crazy new exciting topic. Or just more talk about food. Or just us talking even more and making more excellent puns. You're welcome. All right. Thank you, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.